Welcome to Daring to Live by Every Word. My name is Melody Mason, and in this podcast, I will be talking about how we can apply God's Word in practical and relevant ways to our daily life. As I've heard it said, it's not about how many scriptures you know, but about how many you actually live that really matter. So grab your Bible and join me on today's journey as we open God's living Word. As we begin this week's podcast, I have two different scriptures that I want to share with you. The first comes from Isaiah 41, verses 18, and it says, I will open rivers in desolate heights and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. The second passage I want to share with you today comes from John 7, verse 38. And it says, He who believes in me, as the scriptures has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Isn't that beautiful? I think so. And you know what? That promise is for you. Well, this morning I woke up early and it was still dark outside, but the birds were already singing in the trees and it was just like heavenly music. I just love listening to the birds sing. In fact, I think they're one of my favorite, favorite sounds. So they were singing away, and as they were singing, I was praying and just there quietly reflecting on the goodness of God and His leading over this last week and, you know, all the reasons I have to praise Him for and thinking about the fact that, you know, I don't always feel like praising Him. You know, things sometimes seem like they're going out of control and all of that. And yet, what a lesson, you know, I have to learn just just from the birds, you know, listening to their sweet songs of praise. They're not stressed out. They're not worried about where tomorrow's food is going to come from, where tomorrow's provision is going to come. They're not worried. They're just singing away. And uh, what a great, what a great way to start the day as I was having time with Jesus this morning. Well, I have a lot in my heart to share, but before I do, I, uh, I actually recorded a little clip of this morning there while I was still in bed having my time with God with the birds singing. And I want to play that for you right now. I think uh, that it will be a blessing. Aren't the morning songbirds beautiful? You can hear them singing. You can hear the gentle wind in the trees. I love waking up to the sound of the songbirds. And something I love about the songbirds, as one woman shared so beautifully, and that is, they never worry. They just sing. What a beautiful spiritual lesson for us. We have no need to worry. We have a Heavenly Father who cares for each and every one of our needs. We just need to trust Him 
We just need to praise his name. Isn't that beautiful? The birds don't worry. They just sing. If we could all do that, you know, no matter what we're going through, what a difference I think that would make. Well, I'm going to uh, just really share some things from my heart this week. I guess that's what I do every week. In fact, I was kind of thinking about it this morning and about, you know, my podcast and what should I share today? Uh, I need to record another podcast. And I was kind of laughing to myself and thinking about the fact that this podcast is actually kind of turning into a little bit of a story of my life. Uh, just week-to-week adventures and what God's teaching me. You know, when I started recording the podcast, I had envisioned in my mind all these grand and glorious things that I was going to do, and I had all these different things that I wanted to do, you know, studying out topics in the Bible and, of course, sharing lots of stories and and real-life examples, too, because I think that brings the points home. But it's kind of funny because each week, you know, it's time to record another podcast, and I'm, I'm just kind of like, you know, what shall I share, Lord? And I feel like the Lord's impressing my heart. Just be real. Just share what you're going through right now. Share what you've been through this last week. Share the ways that I've been speaking and teaching you. So on that vein, I'm going to share um, something that was going on in my life last week. And um, that had to do with a speaking, uh, speaking trip that I had. I traveled out to Tennessee, about 11-hour drive. And I had a revival weekend, actually a church retreat that I was speaking for. And I was talking with one of my friends on the, on the way out there. And, and she's like, you know, I know you've been so busy and, and so stressed and so many things going on, you know, this week with, with work, because we have some pretty big projects going on and preparing for um, 40 days of prayer coming up and she says, so, so I hope this is a real refreshing weekend for you and, you know, that you experience, you know, some revival yourself, you know, with the other speakers that will be there at this event. And I was just laughing and I was like, oh, dear heart. <laughs> I was like, I am the speaker. I am the speaker. <laughs> and, you know, and they're hoping for revival and it's just me. And it was so funny, and she was laughing, and I was like, and I am obviously, you know, I've just been going a million miles an hour with so many things going on. And I know that, you know, all of you, all of you that are listening to this podcast can relate. So anyway, kind of to make a long story short, as I went to this weekend in Tennessee uh, to share and um, everything, I was just thinking, Lord, why did I take this appointment right now? You know, why did I accept this this speaking appointment right now when we're coming up to some really big things that are about to happen and I've got a lot of big projects that, you know, are on the plate and and everything. Why did I do this? You know, I don't have strength for this. And so I was really really feeling exhausted and weary and let me just put it very bluntly. I was feeling rather uninspired. I hate to say that, but that's exactly how I was feeling. I'm just being very real. So I was driving along praying and and just, of course, pleading that God would give me what he needed for this full weekend of speaking with this church group. Well, there was another thing that was going on, and uh, that is there's another ministry that I'm working with um, doing a, a revival discipleship event for that's going to be coming up here uh, the beginning of May. 
and it's with uh, the ministry called In Discipleship, um, based out of based out of Appleton, Tennessee. Well, something happened this last week. The leader of the ministry and the leader of the event that I'm helping with actually called all of us together, and he said, um, "I'd like to challenge us to." to take a night of prayer together and to really seek the Lord, you know, for his wisdom for this event and for who to invite for this event and that God's will would really be accomplished. And also, you know, if there's any, you know, Jordan rivers in your life that God's calling you to cross, I want to challenge you um, to listen to his voice and to say yes. So he's, he's calling us, you know, for this night of prayer. And he's like, you know, so what night would be best for, for all of you, you know, to do this night of prayer? And I said, I'm driving all day Thursday. So it, you know, it'd be better if it was Thursday night, because I don't want to drive all day after being up all night. And so that's what they decided to do is to have this 30, th- Thursday night, all night of prayer. Now, keep in mind, I'm getting ready to go into a full weekend of speaking. Um, I don't have my presentations prepared yet. Um, you know, I have many presentations that I've done and lots of materials and lots of stories, but I just have not really had the time to pray and prepare and get my heart ready for this event. And so I'm feeling unequipped for this weekend that I'm about to do. And now uh, this ministry team leader that I'm working with on another event is calling all of us to get together and pray through the night. And I'm thinking to myself, I believe in praying through the night. And, you know, I have many times and it's been very rich, beautiful experiences that God has given me. But this is kind of inconvenient, Lord. Um, You know, I feel impressed to be part of this, but this is inconvenient. And I'm already running on, you know, just fumes is what I feel like. You know, this last week, you know, leading up to this event and everything, that last week, I had several very late nights. One night, I was up till two o'clock in the morning working on my taxes. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) I'm not usually a procrastinator, but when there's so many things on the agenda, you just keep doing what you need to do at the moment. And so here we come up to tax season, and it's just a few days before... Uh, you know, all of that needs to be taken care of and I need to do my taxes. So I was up, you know, practically half the night with taxes. And then I was up half the night with um, something else that I was working on. And so I'm already exhausted. I'm already massively sleep deprived. Now I'm driving to this event in Tennessee to speak for a church retreat, you know, And of course, they all want a deeper experience with God and they want revival. And I'm feeling very uninspired. And now, of course, I'm getting the appeal um, by my friend and ministry leader to take this night of prayer. So I got to ten- I got to Tennessee to the destination where I was supposed to speak. It was Thursday night, and um, we were supposed to start the night of prayer at eight thirty. And so I got on with the team, and we got on on Zoom. And I was just like, "Lord, you're going to have to help me and give me strength if you want me to pray through the night. And otherwise, I'll just pray, you know, what I have strength for, and I'll go to bed." So we all got together and started the night of prayer, and it was really beautiful, powerful, uh, the devotional and inspiration that was shared. And then we took some time praying together, and then we separated to have our own prayer time with God and just to wrestle through the night, you know, crying out, Lord, I want more. Lord, show me what you want me to do. And God showed me some very specific things um, that night, and some of those things maybe I'll share in the future. I'm not going to share right now. But as I went through the night, it was amazing because... Um, the exhaustion that I had been feeling kind of evaporated. 
And then I was kind of feeling a little bit edgy, you know, like uh, initially, like, you know, if I'm, if I miss more sleep, I'm going to get sick. I might get a sore throat or something like that. But as I went through the night, that feeling evaporated and about two or three in the morning, um, I was still having beautiful prayer time with God and, and singing and worshiping and claiming his promises and just pleading for these different things we're praying for. And then I went outside and I don't usually like to walk outside at night in the dark. I'm kind of a little bit of a scaredy cat. You know, I never know what's out there in the dark, and I like to see, of course. But it was a full moon, beautiful, bright night. And so I went out, didn't even need a flashlight, and I just walked up and down the driveway where I was saying. And I just sang to the Lord and worshiped the Lord and talked with Him and, again, just wrestled with what was on my heart and the things that He was asking me to pray for. And it was so beautiful. And would you believe it, friends? Before I could even know it, the night was over, and we were meeting again with our team at six o'clock in the morning uh, to have, you know, fellowship and to kind of share what God had done for us over the night. But even as I got, you know, up until that night when the weekend was about to start, I have to be honest and I have to say, I still didn't feel the inspiration in my heart like I knew I needed. And I was just crying out to the Lord all day. And, you know, as I was putting my presentations together and I was saying, Lord, you have to come through for me. I am here serving you. I'm seeking to be obedient to your call. You know that I don't like to speak. You know that I don't like to get up on the stage and share. You know, yeah, I do it all the time, but it's not because I like to do it. I'm doing it because you're calling me to. And Lord, I have, you know, I've just been running the marathon and and you know Um, doing the best that I can, but you know that I fall short and you know that I'm exhausted and I'm weary. And, And now I've taken this night of prayer, Lord, and I felt like you asked me to do it. And I've been pleading through the night that you would give me the message that you want me to share this weekend and that you would touch hearts this weekend. You know, Lord, I have nothing in myself to make a difference. I have nothing in myself to share with these beautiful people if you don't speak through me. And I'm just asking, Lord, please use me as your channel. Lord, please speak through me. And so that is literally the way that I walked on the stage And, you know, for any of those people that were present and, you know, maybe some of those people might be listening to this podcast. (laughs) So if you are, well, you're getting the back scene story of how um, what was really going on behind the scenes with Melody that weekend. But yeah, you know, going into that weekend, even just before I walked on stage, I was just kind of flustered, not flustered, but you know, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. I don't feel like I have what I need. Please give me what I need. And, you know, so I walked on the stage and I began sharing. And as I walked on the stage, I just felt his strength come and the words come and the message come. And in fact, he shared something, God brought something to mind as I walked onto the stage that I hadn't even been planning to share. And I want to take a moment and share that with you right now. If you open your Bibles to John chapter 3, I want to share something that has really profoundly impacted me and my walk and my journey, and I think it's very applicable to what I'm talking about now and the things that God wants to do in our life. I believe that in the book of John, we see different types of Christians. And one of them is not worse than the other. One is not necessarily better than the other. 
but just as a child grows up into a mature adult and as you know that's the way it is with us as Christians you know we start out as babes and and we grow up to be vessels mature vessels that he um, can pour his Holy Spirit through and I think that that's the the whole point so in John chapter 3 we see what I call the first level in our Christian experience and the story is of Nicodemus you know coming to Jesus by night and Nicodemus is just like you know he sees something amazing about this man and he knows Jesus is not an ordinary man he's different and I want I want what he has and so he's asking Jesus you know how you know how how am I how am I born again that's the whole conversation and in John chapter 3 verse 3 Jesus answered and said to him most assuredly I say to you unless one is born again he cannot see the kingdom of God Nicodemus says how can a man be born when he's old verse 5 says Jesus answered most assuredly I say to you unless one is born of water and the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of God so this is where our life as believers really start you know our our life starts being born again being born of water and of the spirit and of course we know that refers to baptism both the literal watery baptism as well as the baptism of the Holy Spirit and, and God sends his spirit upon us when we choose him however we as believers do not want to stay in this position um, as the Spirit is pouring into our life and as we're drinking of the living water, God wants to do more. And so we see uh, another level of the Christian experience. If you turn over uh, a page to John chapter 4. And in John chapter 4, this is a story of the woman at the well. You know, she meets Jesus and Jesus is asking her for water. And he says, well, you should drink, you know, um, you know, Jesus is asking her for water and she's like you know why would you ask me for water and they have that whole conversation and then Jesus says well actually you should be asking me for water and as the the story continues I'm gonna look down here uh, this is John chapter 4 um, verses 13 and 14 Jesus answered and said to her whoever drinks of this water will thirst again referring to the water that she was offering but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And I think this is so beautiful. This is an illustration of what God wants to do in our hearts and lives when we give ourselves to him. Yes, we're born of water and born of the spirit, you know, that initial new birth, a new creature experience. But then he wants to to pour on us, you know, the Holy Spirit in such a such a manner that we will become fountains of water springing up. But the experience does not stop here. God wants to take us even deeper. If you turn over a couple more pages, we're going to go. I'm turning in my Bible here to John chapter seven, and in John uh, chapter seven. Jesus is talking about the fact that he's not going to be with his disciples much longer. But when he leaves, you know, of course, he's going to he's going to send the Holy Spirit. But listen to what we're told in John uh, chapter 7, verses 37 and 38. 
On that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scriptures has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Did you catch that? Rivers of living water. First, it starts with the new birth, um, where we receive the Spirit. But then as we continue to drink, we become that fountain that's bubbling up and overflowing. And then by the time we get to John 7, we see what God is calling us to as Christians, to become not just a person to accept the blessing from God, not just to be a stagnant pool, not just to be a fountain. Yay, fountains are, are wonderful and amazing. But He wants to make us rivers of living water. That's what his intent is for each one of us. And I believe that's what his intent is for you. Well, isn't that beautiful that um, those three parallels from scripture came to me basically right when I was walking on stage last weekend when I was getting ready to share. And, and, and the Holy Spirit just showed me, you know, how they needed to be applied to our lives and shared, you know, with the people that are there. If you put an inner tube or something on the river, it goes down the river, right? It goes with the flow. And if we are living the life that God is asking us to, just continually drinking of that fountain of living water and, and, and being obedient and surrendered to him, saying, Lord, search my heart. Is there anything in my heart that's not right with you? You know, he showed me, as I shared in my podcast a couple of weeks ago, about an issue in my heart that wasn't right with him that I needed to confess and I needed to make right and, and uh, settle. And that had to do with the area of forgiveness. And so as we're continually doing that, we're repenting and confessing and searching our hearts and just, just casting ourselves upon him and saying, Lord, I'm yours. Use me. Fill me. I'm trusting in you. I have nothing good of myself, but I'm trusting in your blood. I'm trusting in your righteousness. I know you alone can save me, and I'm just depending on you. As we keep doing that, he will fill us, and he will make us those rivers. And as we flow, you know, as the Holy Spirit is flowing, many people will jump on board, and, and they'll they'll come with us. They're like, I want to be part of this river. I want to, I want to go where this river's going. I, I see this river is living and live and vibrant and active. I want to be part of this. That is the experience, I believe, in a nutshell. That is the essence of the experience that God is longing to give to each one of us. And that is the experience he's longing to give to you. And that's, you know, that's what he did for me last weekend. It was so amazing. The entire weekend with the church group, it was so beautiful. I had such a, a blessed experience fellowshipping and and interacting with people. We did Bible study training, going deeper in the scriptures and looking for Jesus in the scriptures and how to grow a devotional life and what it really means to live by the word. And, you know, I was just sharing, you know, different things that God is teaching me and showing me and my struggles and the realities of life. And yet what God wants to do, he wants to give us victory. He wants to fill us. He wants to equip us. And as you know, you know, going into the weekend, as I just shared, I had, I had no inspiration. I was just like, my inspiration tank was on, on empty, basically. And I was looking for the nearest exit. Like, how do I get off this? How do I get off this highway? You know, I have no inspiration to give. But the point is, we don't have any inspiration to give. We don't have any living waters to give those that are in need, unless we continually go back to the fountain. And I really believe 
that if I had not, you know, I, I really believe that it was what happened. Let me just say this way. What happened this weekend and the blessings that we saw, I believe, were in direct correlation to the fact that I did take that night of prayer. Um, and I did take that time with God, even though I didn't feel like it at, at first and I didn't feel like it was very convenient. But I, I knew God was calling me and and equipping me and strengthening me. And, you know, as I went forward, I still didn't feel the feelings right off, you know, that God had answered, but I kept walking forward anyway, and I'm walking on stage, and Lord, help me, and He did. I have found that God always comes through um, for, for His children. He always comes through for us if we will genuinely seek Him with all of our hearts and lay all on the altar. So wherever you are, whatever you're facing in your life, whatever challenges, whatever ministry opportunities, I want to encourage you, my friends, this week, not to rely on your own strength. We don't have any anyway, and what we do have is going to run out if we are relying on it, but to just throw yourself on Jesus and say, Lord, it's your work, and you have to live in and through me. I surrender myself to you. I submit myself to you, and if you do that, if you cast yourself on Jesus cast yourself on the righteousness and the blood of Jesus. He will sustain you and he will give you everything that you need for life and godliness. So you can see why my heart was just singing this morning as I was hearing the songs of the birds and the trees. And actually, as I was driving home from my time, from my time in Tennessee at the, at the retreat and then from, the, um, from Chattanooga, from the uh, program with It Is Written, there was a song playing, and I just listened to it over and over again, and it's called He Is Worthy, and I'm going to see if I can play you a little bit of that song now as we close the program. No matter what happens, no matter how God blesses, let us always remember it's not about us. It's only and always about Him. May he receive all glory. May he receive all power. He alone is worthy. Do you feel the world is broken? Do you feel the shadows deepen? But do you know
is worthy. He is. Is anyone worthy? He is. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, you are worthy. We are not worthy, Lord. Not one of us are. We are not worthy, but you are. And to you, Lord, we want to give all glory, honor, and praise. Lord, I just want to thank you for your blessings, for your leading, for your allowing me time and time again in my own life to see my weakness, to see how feeble I am so that I will just throw myself upon you and just say, Lord, save me, I perish. Lord, help me, I perish. I don't have what I need, but you do. Lord, help me. And you come through. Lord, I know there's probably someone listening right now to this podcast that that maybe can relate to some of my testimony that I've shared this week, that they've been seeking to serve you, um, but everything's adding up and and there's so many things on the plate, so many things on the agenda, and they're feeling very, very weak and feeble and without strength. Lord, I just want to pray right now that you'll help that person to put their burdens on you, to put their burdens on you and trust you to carry them. Lord, to open their mouth wide. Um, as I shared in the very beginning of this podcast, you tell us in Psalms 81 verse 10, if we open our mouth wide, you will fill it. Lord, help us to do that. We are leaky vessels. We're continually losing what you give us just because we leak. We're human. We're sinful. We're fleshful. We're, we're human. But Lord, as we continue to come back to that fountain of living waters, you fill us. And as we continue to stay under that fountain, Lord, you sustain us and you give us just what we need and you want to make us those rivers and that's what we want to be. Rivers not just for our own selves, Lord, but to bless and be an encouragement to, to many others. So whoever's listening to this podcast right now, Lord, you know the burdens, you know the needs, and I just pray that you will take those burdens and you'll meet the needs in just the way that they need to be met and that you'll help each one of us, myself included, as we're going into this weekend and this coming week to turn our eyes upon you, to spend time at your feet, to spend time immersing, immersing ourselves in your word, and above all, to keep singing your praises. Just like those birds, Lord, just keep singing your praises, no matter the storms, no matter the trials, because you are good and you are worthy. Lord, please come back soon. We can't wait to see you. We love you. We pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me for this episode of Daring to Live by Every Word. Dear friend, our Heavenly Father is just waiting to make His forever home with you. In John 14, verse 23, Jesus says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him and we will come to Him and make our home with Him. In Revelation 3, verse 20, we are told, He is standing at the door knocking, even now. My prayer is that you will not delay another day, but open the door of your heart to Jesus right now. For more information on how to grow your walk with Jesus, visit daringtolivebyeveryword.com. I look forward to seeing you next time on the next episode of Daring to Live by Every Word.